Welcome to the latest episode of Women's Hockey Digest. I'm your host, Stephen Edwards, and tonight I'm delighted to be joined by Sophia Agostinelli from the Connecticut Whale and Hayley Skimura from the Buffalo Buttes. First up is Sophia Agostinelli. Delighted to welcome to the podcast Sophia Agostinelli from the Connecticut Whale. Sophia, thanks so much for joining me. How's it going? Um, thanks for having me on your show, Stephen. I'm excited to answer some questions. Talking of questions, I don't think I've had as many questions sent over to me as I have for anyone else that's been on the show. So it's going to be fun trying to rattle through these. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get going because, as I say, there's, there's going to be quite a few to get to. It's going to be thick and fast trying to get, kind of get through everything here. So Dark Knight asks, who was your favorite player growing up? Um, so I actually grew up in Boston, so you would think it'd be a Boston player, but I actually really like Bufflin. Do you know Dustin Bufflin from the Winnipeg Jets? Um, he's just like a really massive guy. He's like 260 pounds, five, six, and he uses his weight to check people and score goals. I, I really related to him because he was super versatile. He played defense and forward and not only did he lay out these big hits, but he could dangle by like a lot of people and score. It was crazy. See, I would have expected you to come up with a Bruins player, whether it be past or present. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't want to... I mean, I just liked him because he was fun to watch. <laughs> Dan Rice asks, biggest adjustments transitioning from lacrosse to hockey? Um, so, it's for me, it's kind of hard... Um, knowing where to be on the ice because, you know, positioning is important in lacrosse just as much as it is in hockey. But, um, you know, obviously it's a different field and you have to be at different spots on the ice, you know, on the forecheck and um, on the breakout. Whereas in lacrosse, I was a low defender, so I always stayed kind of at one spot on the ice or well on the field. How do you think you're handling the adjustments? I think every day I'm learning something new, so I think I'm getting better every day, and the adjustments are kind of slow coming on because everything, um, every day I'm having to learn something new, but I am really enjoying the process and love going to practice. Is there anyone in particular that's kind of like helping you a bit with the transition? Um, yeah, definitely um, Babs, or yeah. Kelly Babstock. She often offers advice. We coach together, so... Um, sometimes when I'm at the rink, she tells me you need to work on your edges or you should do this instead. And, you know, I take her advice cause she's awesome. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. Rish asks, do you and Anya ever switch jerseys to confuse us fans? <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. So it's funny that you would ask that because last year I went and, um, I wasn't a part of the team yet, but I still did some volunteer um, opportunities with the team and so I went to an event and I didn't have a jersey on but they had some extra jerseys and they told me to put one on and it was Anya's so I signed some autographs that's Anya <laughs> fantastic so th- that story's yeah. out now then if, if anyone hadn't heard that one um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> moving on to the next question I did say there's a lot here uh, Christopher Vasilias asks what is your favorite movie um, so I have to think kind of hard about that one, but I think the Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorites because I really love St- Stephen King and I, I read the book and then the movie was really good too. 
is it one of those classic cases where someone asks you what your favorite movie is and you've got kind of like a guilty pleasure but you don't want to say it to you say something else instead yes <laughs> so in that case i'll be honest with you i really like um my neighbor totoro this is like an anime movie yeah. so <laughs> see there always is that that's the reason why i ask because everyone ever always does that it's a guilty pleasure if anyone asks me yep. i will say my favorite movie is reservoir dogs but my actual guilty pleasure is a movie called empire records but a lot of people might not have heard of that movie so i tend to go for the more commonly known name so yeah. we all do it <laughs> <laughs> next question still staying on the film related front steph says star trek or star wars um, I would say Star Wars because um, that was more in my time. Like, I was like the first; those first three movies were obviously not in my time, but yeah. the the second set of three, I was obsessed with Anakin. So those were like my teenage years. So, so which order do you watch the movies in? Because that's always an important question. You know what? I actually watched the more recent ones first. Right. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me on that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I won't judge you, but some of our listeners may or may not do, and obviously if they bump into oh, the no. link, they might, they might turn around and uh, question that with you, some of the more diehard Star Wars fans. But hey, I'm not here to judge. Um, moving on to the next question, Matt Smither asks, with so much turnover in the whale locker room, how do you feel your relationship with Lenny and Anya has helped you find your place? Um, it's been really good um, because I only have to worry about hockey at practice i don't have to worry about you know making friends because i already had friends yeah. and um it makes me feel comfortable so that i can actually you know befriend the rest of the team and luckily everyone is super cool and friendly and already like we've only been through like what you know like a very small part of the season but i already feel really close to everyone no, it's really good. I mean, it's obviously like an, yeah. an adjustment period, so being able to settle in as quickly as possible is always a good thing. Yeah, definitely. And he also says, who are the biggest pranksters, most vocal, etc., in the locker room? Um, so, let me think. Vocal, definitely, Anya is like the loudest person, and you know she has a lot to say because she leads a lot of things and has a lot of information to say. Also, I would say the biggest dancers in the room are Babs and Lando. They are dancing like 24-7. And biggest prankster, I might be the biggest prankster on the team. <laughs> um, just to give you an idea of something I did for Halloween, I had this morph suit and yeah. I zipped it up all the way, covered my face, and then I sat in somebody else's locker and didn't say a word to see if anyone could figure out who I was. <laughs> yeah that would probably make you the biggest prank so i'd have to talk to some of the other uh, whale players and see whether they've come up with anything else but it might put a target on your back as well yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> moving along zach wolpoff and jen asks what's your pre-game pump up music um so i like to vary up the songs i listen to but one that like is kind of like my song that kind of took with me from Germany because we had a pregame pump-up list in Germany that my best friend made. Um, it's called Shots and Squats, and it's by Vigilant. And that song, I mean, it's about shots, the liquor kind, but I like to imagine it's about taking shots in the ice. 
Just because you touched on Germ- <laughs> Germany there for a moment, I mean, you played for the Hanover Lady Scorpions. What experience was that like? Um, so I, you know, I, I went to college for lacrosse, and I really thought after my last high school game that I was done with hockey. So the whole fact that I went over to Germany to play professional hockey was kind of like this weird, surreal dream to me. And um, so every time I, I stepped on the ice, I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm in Germany. Like, what am I doing here? Like, I, I went alone and I didn't know anyone. So every day I was like, just kind of surreal. How do you think you settled in? Um, I settled in really well. Um, as well as you can, you know, knowing just basic German and mm. the team only speaks German. Right. And they <laughs> every day were telling me to learn Deutsch. You have to learn Deutsch figure it out and so because of that i can now speak german which is really great see i've i've forgotten a lot of my german because we we learn it here in school in the uk and i can read it but i can't speak it so i tend to just try and get around as as best as i can um yeah leans me on to another question from emily which is quite interesting coolest and most interesting place you've been able to play hockey yeah i like that question so um I think the coolest place I've played um, was actually in Germany. Um, I don't know if you know about the Christmas markets yep. in the wintertime. Um, so, yeah, in Germany, they go crazy with yeah. the Christmas markets. <laughs> they froze like a, a, a patch of ice outside the Hauptbahnhof, which is like the main train station in Hanover. And it's in the middle of the Christmas markets. There's like little um, cabins that you can sit in, and that's where we got dressed. There's like a like a log like a log cabin with like a fireplace. We're getting dressed in our hockey gear. And we went out to play on that ice in front of like all of the, the town was there, like the whole city. And um, there's like bars hanging over the ice where you can get glue vine and drink hot wine. It's great. I, I <laughs> so we played a game right there. That sounds like a, a great place to, uh, to play hockey. I, I don't think that can be topped by too many people. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Final question. We've actually got through all of these. Um, Jen also says, what's your favorite quote? So um, I'm really obsessed with quotes by Muhammad Ali. So pretty much anything by him is really good to me. Like I can relate to his stuff. Um, I'd say the one I I went with from him was, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. So that to me is kind of like, I like to put myself outside of my comfort zone and try big things because there's something in the thrill of doing that that like really motivates me and to me the NWHL was one of those goals I had that scared me the thought of just reaching out to the coach or you know going through a tryout like literally makes my heart like beat even still thinking about now so um but it was worth it you know you have to put yourself out on a limb to see if you can actually do it and you know sometimes it works out Absolutely. And in this case, it has worked out for you and you're part mm-hmm. of the Connecticut Whale. So I just want to touch on the, the Whale season so far. I mean, started out the season so far two and two and obviously that dramatic shootout win over the weekend. What are your thoughts on the season so far? I feel like we have a team that has a lot to prove. We have a lot of players that are coming from all over D3, you know, all the way to D1 and then some players that haven't even played in college. And... um as the season progresses, I think we can only come together more and have a better understanding of our, you know, strong points and weaknesses and how we can 
help each other out and to do well. This is it. And of course, there is no games this coming weekend, but the Whale will be back in action on the following weekend. And But before we let you go, one final question. It is Thanksgiving week, and I've been asking the guests on the podcast a Thanksgiving question as I've had them on. So your one, uh, Sophia, is what is your go-to dessert for Thanksgiving? Ooh, good question. Let me think about that. See, because I'm, I'm more of a savory kind of girl, but if I was going to pick a dessert it'd definitely be a pie and i think pecan pie is the best there you go pecan pie is great yeah. i would go with that or pumpkin pie any of that i've got a very sweet tooth as as my wife keeps <laughs> telling me but it is thanksgiving week and i want to wish you a happy and safe thanksgiving and i just want to thank you so much for joining me today sophia it's been a pleasure talking to you and i'd like to wish you and the whale all the very best for this season thank you very much thanks for having me have a happy thanksgiving Great stuff from Sophia. Now time for Hayley Skimura. Delighted to welcome to the podcast Hayley Skimura from the Buffalo Buttes. Hayley, thanks so much for joining me. How's it going? Good, good. Just uh, enjoying a nice Thanksgiving meal uh, yesterday and just resting today. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope I haven't interrupted you uh, eating at the moment. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So before we go on to some hockey, obviously you just mentioned it's Thanksgiving. We're recording this a day after Thanksgiving. And I don't know about yourself, but I'm I'm just about getting over Thanksgiving from yesterday because I think I had way too much food. But did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, definitely ate too much, but it was all in good fun. <laughs> well, you have got a bit of a break this weekend from the NWHL, so there's plenty of time to recover. Uh-huh. Although I'm sure you've got some practice, I'm sure, coming up in the next week. Uh, yes. Next week we, we do have practices. Um, I'm actually in Boston for school still, so I can't, um, I can't practice with the team, but I practice on my own in Boston. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll get on to the, um, the NWHL side of things in a moment, but, um, let's go back to it all began for yourself. So when did you first start playing hockey? I first started skating, I think I was three years old. My dad put me in skates because uh, we had a backyard rink. And so he would just uh, have me waddle around on the ice a little bit. <laughs> How cool was that to have a backyard rink? It was amazing. It was so much fun. We always had, in the winter, we had people over all the time. We'd have big meals and then we'd go skate and then come back rest go back out like we'd go through all hours of the night it was always really fun sounds like you might have been quite the popular house then to go to (laughs) yeah yeah uh we always had team parties at our house (laughs) just touching on your dad for a moment i mean your dad played in Mm -hmm. in the nhl how much of an inspiration was he to you growing up and and even so now yeah, um, definitely a huge part of my hockey life, and uh, I learned a lot from him growing up, and I, you know, I still continue to learn from him. And um, yeah, he always helped grow my game and improve on uh, the little things in the game that most people don't see. Did you ever have like one of those moments, you know, when you were a kid and somebody else said, you know, what what does your parents do? Did you ever have one of those moments where you could actually turn and say, you know, like my dad played in the NHL? Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. There was times when, you know, for my fun fact in class, when people went around, I would say my dad played in the NHL. It was an easy one to do. Um, so that was always fun. Have you ever seen any of his games? Um, <laughs> I've seen 
tapes of him play with juniors, right. um, with the Peterborough Peets. But I actually have not seen him play in a in like the NHL games. I don't think he has any videos of it, honestly. Or if he does, he's hiding them. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be an interesting one in future years if that um, if they ever surface and anything like that. But I mean, yes, I think it, I think it's great. You know, again, you know, father daughter. But I'm sure he, as, as you said, he's been a, a hell of an inspiration to yourself. And touching on mm-hmm. starting with yourself now. Um, what do you remember most about your time at Northeastern? Um, I guess just like the teammates and the bonds that you make during it and all like the traveling, I think is what you remember the most and all the fun times and experiences you have. Um, like my freshman year, we got to go to Vail, Colorado, which is an unbelievable experience and not many people get to do that. You get to play different teams and but then we just have so much fun at the hotel and in the new environment, I think. How did you pass the time when you traveled? Because, I mean, obviously some of that can be quite long. Right. I mean, in, in Vail, it was really cool The where we were. You could just kind of walk around, do some shopping, go out to eat on your own. Usually we found something we could do. We'd go in groups and find something adventurous to to do. Excellent. So, it got me great opportunity there to be able to see some different places that you hadn't mm-hmm. seen before and that's like a wonderful part of um college life and going on to yeah. like your performance on the ice um you were named best defensive forward by coaches at the hockey east conference how important was it for you to have that part of your game recognized i mean it was huge uh usually there's not much recognition like for defensive play and i always took a lot of pride in uh taking care of the defensive zone especially as a center it was new. It was a new position to me. I I don't have been playing it for two years, but I wanted to make sure I had my D zone responsibilities, and so to be recognized for it, it was it it felt good. It felt like my hard work paid off and my attention to detail. Absolutely. Was there anyone do you kind of modeled your game after that maybe from the NHL? Um, not. Not really. It's not like I ever had anyone in mind, but I mean, I did just start watching centers more, I guess. Um, you know, like the, since I'm in Boston, I watched like Bergeron yeah. and he's always like a, you know, he's a big 200 foot center. Um, so I think his game was good to watch and yeah. So let's move on to the, the NWHL side of things. We've had a few questions coming mm-hmm. on Twitter, so we'll, we'll cover those as we go. And we'll start off with Brian Kay. He says, can you put into words what it was like playing for your hometown and winning a professional championship for your hometown? It was it was unbelievable. Um, I Especially because I came right out of college and I just got thrown into basically playoffs. We had one game outside of playoffs. Um, so it was a really, really unusual and exciting experience that I'll, I mean, I'll never forget all the girls were really welcoming and we had so much fun in those like, you know, three weeks and, um, to be able to win it and then bring it home to Buffalo was a very surreal experience. <clears throat> do you look back on that now and think, did I really just do that? Cause you talk about like, you know, going from college straight into the professional ranks that quickly. Yeah, it's it's still weird because I transitioned so quickly from college to professional. Usually you would get that, you know, maybe three, four-month break 
but I, I went right into it and then we won, which was, it was, it was amazing. And I still look back and I'm kind of in shock that it happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you've obviously had the reminder very, very recently with the, the championship banner and everything like that. What was your thoughts mm-hmm. around that night? Yeah, it was, it was a really fun reminder and it's cool that we get a, we get a banner to commemorate that. And then we also had the rings, which was really nice. I have that at home in a safe spot and it always remind me of that amazing time that we had together in that run. So you talk about obviously playing for the Buttes at the end of last season, going through the playoffs. How much do you think that has helped you this season playing those games at the end of the season in the playoffs in terms of getting used to playing in the NWHL this season? Oh, it was, it was huge. Um, Cause it was a, it was definitely a big step in regards to speed and physicality compared to the collegiate level that I wasn't expecting, really. I wasn't sure if I would notice the difference, but I really did in that first game. And, I mean, and throughout playoffs, obviously. So knowing what the speed was going to be like, what the physicality would be like, I was prepared for that going into this year. So I definitely wasn't as nervous as probably some of the newcomers were going into it. John and Grote asked, favorite moment playing for the Buttes? Obviously, outside of winning the championship, is there anything <laughs> else that really stands out for you so far? I think our championship banner night was, was a fun one, uh, just because we got to play Boston again, and then we won. And I thought we had, a, we had a solid game, and it was nice to win when you raised the banner, too. So I thought that was a, it was a fun game. No, absolutely. And moving on to the final question from Dan Rice. He's asking about a couple of your teammates. He said, how weird are the two goalies on your team? <laughs> uh, they're, they're good weird. They're amazing. I love all their videos and their, their funny captions and puns. And they're always really entertaining. And um, yeah, they're great. <laughs> Is there anyone that's a bigger character than them two? I, I find it hard to believe that there is. A <laughs> bigger character. Um, yeah, no, they definitely top it with all the, where they go with their all their equipment on and <laughs> the effort they put into it. <laughs> so let's just touch on um, this season so far. The Buttes have started out the season two and two. What are your thoughts on how the team have done so far this season? I think we've, We've done great. I think we've improved in every game. We obviously still have some things to work on, and I think that'll come with more time together. Um, once we start, uh, we just have to make sure we have our defensive responsibilities in check. I think that was a that was a big issue in the last game. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think we've been improving, and I think our offensive, we're getting that chemistry going, and um, we're all willing to continue to work hard and fix the little issues that we're having I think we'll continue to do better yeah I think the one thing that stands out for me is I mean unfortunately you can see 17 goals so far this season which is the most in the NWHL mm-hmm. and I think that's got to be obviously one of the big concerns going forward to try and you know close out some of those opportunities for the opposition right right so let's move uh, away from hockey. We haven't we haven't got a game this weekend, unfortunately. So we'll do a, a couple of quick questions with you now. But obviously, as I said, we're catching up with Haley on what is known as Black Friday. Why are you not out in the crowds trying to get that all important sale? <laughs> um, I've never gone out on Black Friday. It always intimidated me. I didn't want to 
get trampled by people, but uh, I tend to do the online shopping to get the deals. <laughs> Cyber Monday is where it's at. <laughs> I think that is where it's at. It is all about Cyber Monday. And one final thing, mm-hmm. obviously, the league seems like it's run on Dunkin' Donuts at the moment. So what is your drink yeah. of choice from there? My drink of choice? I love mocha iced coffee. It's probably my favorite. Yeah. I love anything with chocolate in it, but their iced coffees really good <laughs> <laughs> well there you go we found out a bit more about Haley on the podcast and i'd just like to thank you so much for joining me and taking some time out of your holiday season and i'd like to wish you and the team all the best for this season you too thanks for having me great stuff and Haley. and that just about wraps up tonight's episode i'd like to thank sophia agostinelli and Haley skimura for joining me on women's hockey digest you can find all the relevant social media links in the notes for the episode including their twitter handles Every week I'll be joined by players from the NWHL to discuss all things NWHL from a player's perspective. But for now, I've been your host Stephen Edwards. You can find me on Twitter at TalkSportsStephen. You can find the podcast at WH Digest. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or your podcast app. All the details will be in the episode notes, but until next time, it's a good night from me. <laughs>